The Paunch Stevenson Show, paunchstevenson.com, episode 91, Monday, November 19th, 2007. Hey, this is Rob from The Paunch Stevenson Show, and I am in Newark, New Jersey, and Greg and I are going to go to the Fun and Games Arcade in Wayne, New Jersey, in Willowbrook Mall. We've talked about it the past few episodes because it is shutting down in another week or two and I'm just waiting for Greg to come pick me up I guess he's stuck in a traffic jam or something but he should be here soon Welcome to the Paunch Stevenson Show I'm in Greg's car. <laughs> We're driving through Newark. Newark? New Jersey. And we to Willowbrook Mall. Are on all sides. Listening to Shatner. As the men reluctantly prepared to return to battle, King Henry, astride his horse, sword in hand, tries to rally his men and ignite their waning courage. The arena they built is right up there. What's it called? Prudential Center? Was that the hockey? Basketball? I can see balls playing there, not the nets. They're still at the Meadowlands. They're moving to Brooklyn, supposedly. The Brooklyn Nets? Nets. Yeah. Brooklyn Nets. Nets. That's what I said. You keep saying Nets. No, the Brooklyn Nets. Why does it sound like you're saying an M? I'm not. So I had a Larry David moment on the the path train uh. coming over here. <coughs> so that the World Trade Center got onto the path train goes to Newark, New Jersey. And I got in a few seconds later, the doors closed. Yeah, and there were people sitting down. And I guess just as the doors were closing, Hobo? No, a couple other people were trying to come in. Yeah. And the woman stuck her foot in. Yeah. That the doors wouldn't close all the way. And she's trying to get in, she's trying to pull the doors open. <laughs> What? So these, what is she, Superman? But these people sitting down <laughs> are yelling at me, Help her! Help her! Don't uh, just stand there, help her! And I said, well, What about you? <laughs> Were you closest? It doesn't matter. Uh, I said, Wait a minute. You see this person <laughs> who needs help. Wait, in this conversation, are you Larry David and am I Jeff Garland? Yeah. Okay. So I what? <laughs> no! No! You don't have to help her! No! What's that? No! Look, these people have two decisions. Two decisions, yes! They can either... Say, they can either sit on their butts <laughs> and do nothing and yell, Help her! Help her! Right! Or they can just get up and help! Right! 
dumb. So if you're just going to sit there and not do anything and expect me to help, then don't get mad at me if you're not even helping. No, no, I, I don't even know where that comes from. I don't know. <laughs> no, what? 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 Oh my god. What is that? What? No way. What? No. <laughs> Could you imagine if Larry David had a talk show and then the co host was, was Jim uh. <laughs> Like Johnny Carson and Ned McMahon? <laughs> oh no. That'd be funny, I guess. I guess. That season finale Is that the last season? No or Of Curb Your Enthusiasm? No I think he said he wanted to do At least two or three more No Because that was a weird <laughs> finale yeah. The very end there Well I mean it's It's like that That Entourage show Has the same kind of uh, Same kind of thing Where You know What? What? Uh, idiot has his blinker on It doesn't turn Handicapped Idiot. <laughs> First of all, that plate is not valid plate. Like, it looks like it's been put through like a garbage. Uh, look like they found it a, a garbage truck. It's all beat up. Can't even see the numbers on there. That looks like the really, like you know how before the yellow license plates they had the blue license yeah. plate, and then before the blue license plates they had the other yellow yeah, license for New Jersey. Yeah, it, yeah. it looks like that. Looks like it's from 30 years ago. I know. I think they changed... That was back in... I think the, like, mid-80s they changed that. Yeah. All right, so 20... What is this years. guy doing? There's no way There's to nowhere to make a left! Oh, God. Except if he's going to go over the guardrail into the oncoming lane, which would be funny. As long as I don't that hit it. would him. be funny. <clears throat> oh, my God. Uh. Well, I guess this person really is handicapped. Oh, you shouldn't be on a road! <laughs> Mentally. Ah, uh, the exit is like another three miles. Got this guy oh, got now a this blinker person. on. What is this? <laughs> that was some 90-year-old guy hunched oh, over the steering. I have to get away from these people. Oh, my God. What does this, this guy, guy look like? Uh, That's another old that guy. Old idiot. Yeah, but that season finale was weird because he ended up with the black family. <laughs> yeah, I know. His, his, I guess his wife left him. Yeah, wait, what happened earlier in that episode? Oh. The family was going to move out. Yeah, they were well, like, they were moving, going to move out. And then oh, he, and then... He, he thought he was going to reconcile with his wife. And then he listened. I don't know what happened. Was... No, and then... Uh... Um, someone was going to move into the office across from his so he yeah. pretended to be a retarded person yeah yeah, yeah. and then Michael McKean yeah, yeah, yeah. was like screaming at him and and he ended up <coughs> shooting Richard Lewis's pilot and he was horrible <laughs> so Richard Lewis got all mad at Larry yeah Richard Lewis uh, well, no I didn't I didn't recommend him. I recommended no. him. The air quotes. What? Well, well, how am I supposed to see the air quotes if you were talking on the phone, Larry? <laughs> I don't understand this. <laughs> What's going on here? <laughs> it sounded like. Hey. What? Hey. What? Larry. Hey. What? 
Hey, what's going on here? I'm banned from your house? Whoa! Uh, you're, ba you're banning me? You're yes, banning Larry, me? I'm banning uh, you! You stupid! Beep, beep, beep! You're banning me? Whoa! Why are you banning me? Whoa! <laughs> Constant screaming. Yeah, well, The Sopranos was constant screaming, except this is actually funny. Yeah. So we are at Fun and Games. And let me just say that the state of arcades has gotten so horrible that they actually have two 20-inch TVs set up on a table and people are playing Xbox at the arcade. I don't understand that. I don't know. See, they have Daytona USA 2, uh, Derby Owners Club, Drum Mania 10th Mix, The Grid, Indy 500, Tekken 5. Pump It Up in the Groove 2, House of the Dead 3. Midnight Maximum 2, 2, etc, 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 etc. The crowd here is pretty young. The problem is, I'd like to play one of the games, but they're all being taken by people just sitting there, not even playing. Well, they're too expensive. Yeah, well, they're at least a dollar each. See some Neo Geo games. This one, SBC Chaos, SNK versus Capcom. It's a fighting game. They're all fighting games, dancing games, or racing games. A couple of pinball machines. games have you played so far? Fast and the Furious, worst racing game I've ever played. Why? It was so unrealistic, it was a joke. There's like, you know, it's kind of like, um, uh, what was that game? The game for the arcade, I'm not kidding. It was in USA? No, it's like, yeah, it's sort of, it's like Test Drive. But, uh, there's like all obstacles on the course, like buildings, Rocks, mountains, you just drive right through it. I also played Need for Speed Underground, which I refused to ever buy for the Xbox, because it's all foreign cars. What game are you playing now? 1996 vintage Indy 500 by Sega. This was based on the original uh, virtual racing platform. They made this, they made Daytona USA. What lap are you on? Eight out of 20. I'm gonna be here for a while. 
going to go look around. Did you win? No. What place did you come in? I was second. That's Put close. That away. A lot of racing games. Bad ones. And fighting games. Bad ones. And dancing games. Uh, they're all bad. And shooting games. Oh, what do you want to do? Playing pinball. There's pinball games here too. No, a few. No, that was it. Huh? I said that was brief. Well, there wasn't <laughs> wasn't really much variety. <laughs> well, that's how it always was. Yeah. Some guys having car trouble over there. Let's go buy a nicer car. First things first, what? get in a dirty, scummy place, crack out the Purell. Disinfectant use! Want any? Nah. I only played two pinball games. <laughs> you touched all the quarters. Um, yeah, when we were in high school, I don't remember the crowd being that young. It seemed like junior high people. Those were, no, those were high school kids. Really? Yes. <laughs> they looked so small. High school kids are little. I don't know. They're probably like 14, 15. <coughs> oh, we weren't little. We were the same size we are now. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it is middle school. What do I know? But you could tell there were some old timers there like us yeah. who uh, were going there, I guess, for the last time. But Well, I was the only one with a camera. Yeah, well, I know. You look like an idiot. <laughs> Between that and this recorder, which no one probably knows what it, what it is, they're probably what is this guy? Is this guy using an, uh, what was the thing the Ghostbusters had? <laughs> EKG meter. Oh, God. I don't know, maybe they thought it was a walkie-talkie <laughs> oh. or something. I, I heard, you know how the Ghostbusters 3 that Dan Aykroyd wants to do? Yeah. Well, at first it was going to be a regular movie. Then they took too long. Bill Murray says, no, I'm not doing it. I'm only doing a voiceover for a CGI cartoon because that's all he seems to want to do anymore. And now it's not even that. Now it's just going to be a video game with their voices. Yeah, that's what I told you. Oh, uh, what a waste. It's not just, it's Dan Aykroyd, Bill Murray, and uh, Harold Ramis. Ugh. All three of them. And Ernie Hudson and some other people, too. Oh, yeah, Rick Moranis. Uh, I didn't see his name, but like Annie Potts, uh, the guy that was the in the first film, he was the, like, uh, you know, like the nasty EPA guy. Yeah. He, he's in it. Uh, so what do you want to do now? I don't know. Anything? <laughs> <laughs>
Uh, I just wish they had a little bit more variety. Well, it's not a big place. It's a decent size. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, there's just way too many racing games. It's just racing. I, but that's most arcades now. It's racing games, fighting games. Shooting games. Shooting and games. Dancing games. And dancing. That's but it. <laughs> even the, the shooting games, I don't know anything about fighting games. I'm not a fan. But the shooting games are terrible. Yeah. There's got to be better shooting games than that. There aren't. <laughs> and most of those were old. Time Crisis is awful. Yeah, it seemed like half of the games were from maybe like six or seven years ago, and then half of the games were new. <sighs> but the half of the games that were new are all sequels <laughs> of old games. Just a little bit better graphics. Oh, there was another arcade place we could have gone to, but I don't know if it's going to be open now. <laughs> Which one? That one that uh, Frank mentioned it. It's on Route 10. Which Where is, is that? a bit of a drive. East Hanover. Oh, boy. <laughs> it's the go-kart place that we used to go to. But no, you won't even... Yeah, you won't like any of the games. The game, they, have, they have games, but... They never get new ones, and they're kind of outdated. Do they have any skill games? No. There are no more skill games in arcade. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean? Like the crane game? Oh, what are you... The... Six years old? You go to Pizza Hut for that. <laughs> the chicken egg machine. Uh... <coughs> oh, Chuck E. Cheese for that junk. <laughs> I haven't been to a Chuck E. Cheese in about... I can't believe they're still open, that chain. In about nine years. Well, well, man, what did you go to nine years ago? <laughs> I just went there to eat. What? <laughs> of all the places you would want to eat at, it was for the, the sake only place. of eating. No. You pick out of somebody's garbage <laughs> before you go to Chuck E. Cheese. The food was awful. I know. The pizza. The pizza was awful. <laughs> When I was a kid, you know what it was? It was it was as if they took that Elio's frozen oh. pizza garbage and threw it in the, the toaster and served that. That's what that's, it tasted. that's not even that bad. Uh, Elio's? Theirs is worse than Elio's. Yeah, it's like rubber. <coughs> yeah, it's garbage. Garbage. The, um... Yeah. Toys R Us is still open. Yeah, they're probably close. I have written something down uh, that I wanted to. When I was a kid, I used to go to parties at Chuck E. Cheese's. Well, yeah, we both did. I never had one there because my mother knew that I hated the food and I hated the place. And I was I'm never going to want it there. And I had a party there one year. I think it was kindergarten. A few... Well, I didn't know you then. A few times... I went, it wasn't like a party party, but a few times, like, you know, for my birthday or something, we went to the McDonald's up on, uh, was it, I guess it was Route 46? Yeah. Is that, isn't, was that the one that had the, the you know, like, all the, uh, the things you could climb in? Oh, oh. Indoors, they had that big, like, the, I don't know. the giant hamburger, you climbed up, like, 30 feet in the air, and if you fell, you broke your head open, and it was great. <laughs> 
I remember one of my classmates in second grade had a birthday party at Burger King. <laughs> Not late. Yeah, I've, yeah, I remember going to a few at Burger King. Yeah. One time, a friend of mine, and when I was in second grade, had one at. I think it was the IHOP. Or if the I no no there was no IHOPs around there then it was um ooh, that pancake place that started with a C. <laughs> it was one in Bloomfield. What? I can't remember the name. Was it a chain? <clears throat> Maybe like a small chain. I don't know. I forget the name. Damn. I don't remember what it was now. Yeah, it's like, why would you have a, a children's birthday party at a pancaked house? I wouldn't. Mm. <clears throat> so remember, we were talking about the Beanie Baby fad Ugh. in the late 1990s? Yeah. And people were spending thousands of dollars on these little stuffed animals. Yeah. And the tag had to be in mint condition. Yeah, I know. They had protective uh, uh, plastic things for the tags. Well, so the fad before that, in the early 1990s, remember this, the, those little plastic troll dolls? Oh, yeah. That with the like, spiky hair? Them? Yeah, remember? People used to have tons of them. Uh, I mean, yeah, I mean, like, my sister had them, but just, like, as toys. <laughs> people had a lot of them. And she had, like, two. No, no, no. People had dozens of them. Oh, and there man. were the little, really tiny, like, one-inch-high ones. And yeah. then there were the ones that were, like, a foot high. Oh. And then there were ones that were three inches high. Here's what I couldn't understand. Why did people <laughs> like that so much? I think it's one thing, like, when, you know, when the Elmo thing came out. Everybody was going crazy over Elmo. Now, here's the thing I couldn't understand. I don't know. Here's the thing I couldn't understand about Elmo. When we were kids in the mid-80s, Elmo was, had just come on Sesame Street. Yeah. And as kids, nobody liked him. Yeah, nobody cared. It's like, Elmo? Who cares about Elmo? Big Bird. Right. Bird Ernie. Yeah, Mr. Cookie S Monster. Yeah, Cookie Monster, Mr. Snuffleupagus. Who cares about Elmo? Yeah, this Elmo. This guy sounds like a moron. Elmo was like a fake Sesame. It was like, who, who's this guy? Yeah. He's not a real Muppet. When I was a kid, I liked it was who was supposedly his uncle, Telly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Who for some reason looked like Telly Savalas. <laughs> but didn't sound like him. <laughs> but, um, who loves you, baby? Is he dead? Oh, yeah, Telly Savalas has been dead for like 15 years. Oh, really? Yeah. The, uh, yeah, so Elmo was the craze. And before then, it was the Cabbage Patch Kids. Like, ten years earlier, it was like, you gotta have a Cabbage Patch Kid. Yeah. No matter what it looks like, every kid had to have one. But you didn't have 30 of them. Well, that was the mid-1980s. Yeah, but you didn't have, like, 30 of them, because they were too expensive and impossible to find. Yeah. <coughs> and then there was Teddy Ruxpin. Teddy oh, that, was been, not a, that was only one Christmas. Yeah, because it turned into a disaster because the, none of them worked. They would all break immediately. <laughs> like, my sister had the Teddy Ruxpin immediately broke, so he had one eye working. I mean, you know, it looked like this, you know, the Teddy Ruxpin, he looked like a psychotic doll. And then, if the batteries were wearing down, when he was talking, it would be like, Hello! I am Teddy Ruxpin! 
I am going to kill you. And all the kids are... Aah! Oh, the tape would slow down. Yeah. I just thought it was cool. I remember seeing the commercials. What were we, in third grade or something like that? Yeah. Seeing the commercials, and they would show Aah! a child uh, putting the a cassette tape, yeah. an audio tape, into its back. And it could be uh, a Teddy Ruxpin tape. It could be just a plain old regular audio tape. Yeah. And its its eyes and mouth moved. Yeah. In sync with the words well, being yeah, spoken on the yeah, tape. And I, did, was... I thought that was amazing. However, when you got the thing home, it didn't quite work that way. <laughs> <laughs> the tapes, I don't remember what it was. They had some kind of, of track within, you know, within the recording. That it made like a made like a buzzing noise that was supposed to like somehow tell the the, the you know the doll how to move. Right, right. Yeah, it was like a signal. Yeah. So well, they they did the same thing with those Thunderbird puppets on that TV show. Yeah. So with the mouths and everything. Yeah. So um, it didn't work that well. I mean, you put a regular tape in there, it didn't work. Uh-huh. And then the other bad thing about it was. In order to, to listen to the entire story, you had to have, like, all ten of the freaking dolls. What? Yeah. Each cassette only had the audio track for each doll. What, so you had to you had to set up all the dolls yes. sitting next to each other. Yes. Push play all at the same time. Yes. And then they would all tell parts of the story. Yes. Taking turns. Yes. Otherwise... Who can, who's going to do that? No one. Otherwise, you had one guy's dialogue. Uh, pointless. So it was a scam. Yeah, it was a big ripoff. Do you remember... I don't know, it was like some sort of PBS channel or something like that. And this guy would have a drawing show for children. It was called Commander Mark. Oh. It was this retarded looking guy with a mustache. And like like a, a helmet. And be like, hey, boys and girls, I'm Commander Mark, and we're going to blast off and draw stuff. Get ready, buckle your seatbelts, because we're going to blast off and make some drawings. But the thing is, so, okay, you know, that's cool. I liked to draw, and it was nice for children and everything. But the thing is, this guy, he only knew how to draw Twinkies (laughs) for some reason. Of all things, Twinkies. Uh, like, okay, today I'm going to teach you how to draw a Twinkie that's at an angle. <laughs> so it looks like it's 3D. Uh, and you add the shading and you blend the shadow with your finger. And then, like, you know, then next week you'll be like, okay, today we're going to learn how to draw a building. But a, a building that's made out of Twinkies. <laughs> it's like, what is this guy's problem? <laughs> I don't know, he was infatuated with the Twinkie. He was kind of fat, too. Well. (laughs) Commander Mark. I don't remember that one. I'm sure I would have seen it. I think I came across his website recently. Oh, God. He said he's available... I don't know if he still does TV shows, but he's available to go to different schools and Uh, and give lessons. uh, Twinkie drawing lessons. Uh, you had mentioned the shirt tails Ugh. before. 
this cartoon. It was Hanna Barbera, right? Like early 1980s, and it was it was this group of animals. Yeah. But they would talk by writing things on their shirts. <laughs> I know. I thought they actually talked. Talked. Well, then how come they would write words on their shirts? I don't know. I don't know. I couldn't stand it. This was like the Care Bears, where each each Care Bear had a uh, a different symbol on its shirt. <laughs> yeah. You know, and the Smurfs were the same thing. Each Smurf was a different uh, occupation or something like that. Yeah, I was flipping through the channels the other day, and it was either, I don't know, it must have been Boomerang, I guess. Which I don't get. Well... And the Smurfs was on. I said, oh, man, Smurfs. I haven't watched this in years and years yeah. and years. With me, Gargamel. <laughs> and I'm wa- I watched it for about 30 seconds, and it was awful. Ah, oh, come on now. The animation, the drawings, everything was awful. There was practically no animation. Well, I mean, that was the way you... That was the only way to do the animation back then. To do it cheaply, you had to do it. Oh, the Transformers looked good. Some of it. Well, most of G.I. Joe looked good. Smurfs was terrible. Mm. Alvin and the Chipmunks, that was terrible. I don't know, I'm not going to even get into the filmation stuff. (laughs) This stuff wasn't that. I, I, I don't know, I liked their style. Yeah, it was well drawn, but it, the the animation was so cheap. <laughs> well, they reused. Ah, oh, it was ridiculous. They, they drew about ten different things, and they just kept writing their storylines based on like how they can use those ten different pieces yeah. of animation. <laughs> so we're driving around Belleville, our uh, hometown, New Jersey. Why is Literally, like, I'm, you think I'm exaggerating. Literally, every two or three blocks, why is there a karate school? It's <laughs> a karate school. Look, another one. There you go. What the? Why? I don't know. It, that's big, I guess. <laughs> I guess it's cheap. Oh, man. A karate school or daycare? What happened to all the pizzerias? Uh, there's some of them around, but. I remember it used to be pizzerias, liquor stores, and go-go bars. Now it's karate schools and daycares. Yeah, the go-go bars are almost all gone. There's no bars around any either. Either. I mean, I don't care about bars, but it's just a weird transformation mm. over the last decade. Yeah. This guy has blue headlights. Yeah, I hate that. No, actually, they're purple. <laughs> Why? I don't know. Is there an advantage to purple headlights? Uh, there's a moron. Can I tell you? No, but is there a, a technical advantage? No. Oh, right. Do you get the biography channel? Bio? Yeah. It's terrible. How could there be a channel of 24-hour biographies? <laughs> With Mike Wallace? 24-hour-a-day biography. Mike Wallace for biography. I'm sitting here with Saddam Hussein. Saddam, what is it about you that people do not like? Do you think it could be that you're a ruthless, ugly bastard? Do you think he's really dead? Saddam Hussein? Yeah. I don't know. Might be, might not be. Who cares? 
Or do you think he's in some sort of protection <coughs> program? Could be. It could be. I don't know. Where do you want to go? I don't know. You hungry? I don't know. Not really. Are you? A little bit, but... Where do you want to go? I don't know. It's nowhere to go around. Yeah, this whole area stinks. <laughs> there's a bank, a gas station. I mean, there's nothing... What's over there? Rickles? <laughs> no. <coughs> Rickles, that's me. No, that used to be Channel Lumber. I know, then it was Rickles. No, it was never Rickles. Yeah, it was. It was, for a little bit. Are you sure? Yeah, I remember. No. What is it now? Drug fair. Oh. Does Rickles even exist anymore? No, no, they didn't. <laughs> remember we were talking about all the businesses that collapsed? When? Well, on the show, we were talking, remember we were talking about like Bradley's? Oh, yeah. The Caldors. The Crory's. The Crory's, all those cruddy... Child world. Yeah, it was cruddy local business that went out. It's, you know, nobody beats the whiz. And <laughs> nah, that well, place Rick was awful. Yeah, Rickles was one of them. Rickles was like a small chain. Oh, uh, what was that? Record, uh... Record Town? Sam no, Goody? No, no, no. The one that just... T Tower Records. Ugh. Yeah, it's another too. one. <clears throat> and Rickles was like a, the horrendous... Um, hardware store. Yeah, hardware store. It, it was just useless. Everything in the place was either broken, open. There was you couldn't find anything. The people working there were were useless. It sounds like Home Depot. That <coughs> no, was worse. Home Depot is always a mess. It was war. Oh no, it was ten, a hundred times worse than that. Oh, that must have been really bad then, because Home Depot is. I go into Home Depot, it's chaos. Well, I mean, they're all chaos, but Rickle was so bad. You, you go in there, and they would have stuff. You know, we talked about, like, stores like McCrory's or Bradley's would have merchandise sitting there for, like, five to ten years. Yeah. <laughs> Rickle's was the same way. They would have stuff that would be, like, ten years old. What am I going to do with this? <coughs> Everything was broken, a disaster. And the moment, the moment the ho the first Home Depot opened in the area, oh, that was it. They yeah. all went out of business. Surprised they didn't move into there. Nah, it was too, the space was too small. Yeah. <coughs> the one over in the Bloomfield there, Silver Lake, uh, they, they turned it into a Staples. Hmm. Oh, but actually, I go into a Home Depot and it's chaos. I go into any department store, like Target. It's, oh, these stores are a mess. Yeah, they're a lot better than the, again, Target. <coughs> when I go into um, Kmart or Target or places like no, that, Kmart. They're, they're disasters. I can't find anything. Nothing on the shelf has the right price tags. Ugh. Things are the, the the boxes are all open. Nah, they're pretty good. Well, because you're in New York. Well, New York City is supposed to be the best place in the no world. No way. I hear that people say that all the time. No New York way. City, man, you live in the best city no in the world, way. man. Not, New not York for, City, not for chain stores. No way. 
<laughs> not for anything. <laughs> well, I was talking about this with you earlier. That you know, every once in a while I'll look at hot jobs or whatever and see what's out there. See if there are any good positions available. So I sent my resume uh, in, in response to one of the jobs. And the guy wrote back and you know, we were in touch back and forth. And so I went and, and I had an interview with him. I met with him. And I, I guess he liked me or whatever. And then he made me an offer. And he knew how much I currently make at my mm. current full-time job. And I've never had this happen before. The guy made me an offer. And it was like $10,000 a year less than what I make now. <laughs> oh, man. And it's not... Again, it's not like he didn't know what I make. And this is the... He knew. He knew what I make. And he's, he offered me $10,000 a year less. Who would take that? Is that, a, is that a normal thing for no. someone to do at a job? What is that? For the same kind of position? Yeah. No. Actually, a higher-up position. No, what? <laughs> I don't know what this guy was talking about. Yeah. Like this fat, sweaty, old Italian guy with these, like, shoes barely fit him. <laughs> His pants barely fit him. <laughs> this didn't make any sense. He didn't even know how to work a printer. Like now, now if I hire you, if I hire you, do you know how to operate this printer? So this little, uh, this little Epson desktop inkjet printer. Yeah, do you, I can't figure this thing out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I can. I can work that. This guy could barely operate the computer that he had. Uh, I don't understand. I send out resumes. Nobody... None of the good jobs that I want write back. It's just these dumb idiot jobs where the people don't know what they're doing write back to me. You gotta have... You gotta get, like... Do they have recruiters for that kind of stuff? Yeah. I'm registered with agencies. Mm. They don't care. Well. They take on too many people, then they can't <laughs> place everyone. I mean, it's not, you know, I'm not, like, frantically uh, panicking, because yeah. I, I have a full-time job. It's fine. <clears throat> but if I could move up and do a little bit better, then why not? So I check every once in a while. What's weird is that if I get a job through a placement agency... And let's say the agency gets me $30,000 a year. Yeah. The agency gets money on top of that. Yeah. Right? That's how they make money. Yeah. So the agency is really, you know, so the company that's hiring me yeah. is, is actually paying like $35,000 a year. So? And the agency gets $5,000. I get $30,000. <coughs> yeah. Well, they, no, the agency gets a one-time fee. Right, but it's like 15% or something like that. Yeah, well, that's the whole point. But but if I could just get the but job by agent. myself, yeah. then I can just get the whole 35000 No, they're not going to... No, that's not how it works. <laughs> Why not? They're not going to do that. 
the reason they're paying the agency is so they don't have to be bothered interviewing. No, so they don't have to be bothered. Yeah, I mean that's part of it too. You're, you know, the agency is vetting the people as it is. It's filtering the people out beforehand. You know, they're doing the the work. That's the whole point of it. I guess. You know, I've had the same thought. You know, like, <laughs> you know, where I am, my boss <clears throat> had. Um, had money that, you know, in the budget for training. You know, like if we wanted to take like a learning tree class or something. Look at this guy. He's taking up three parking spots. There's nobody here. It's the middle of the night. Doesn't matter. So I said, <coughs> well, obviously you had, you see, you know, I'm not in New Jersey a lot. Like when I, at lunchtime, if I went to like, let's say a Wendy's, you yeah. can't park anywhere. Because like I, I like to, to eat lunch in the car. Yeah. Because I listen to the... Uh, like the Ron and Fez show because it's obviously the XM's in my car so there's people like with tractor trailers dump trucks <laughs> you know cement trucks and they park they take up like the whole parking lot with these stupid things so they can like sit there and have their lunch and go to sleep yeah. I think it's a truck stop <laughs> but anyway so I have like so, you know, X amount of dollars and I'll be like, well, there's nothing I really want to, no course, I, you know, it's like, what course am I going to take a learning tree for a week that's going to do me any good? Nothing. Yeah. So I'm like, I'd rather, how about I just get that as part of the salary? Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, it doesn't work that <laughs> way. I know. It's really annoying. I know. Like tuition reimbursement. Oh, if you sign up for a class, well, nobody, hardly anybody does. We'll that reimburse you seventy-five percent. Yeah. So, I'm like, all right, well, just pretend I'm signing up for a class eh. and just give me, you know, that three thousand dollars. No, that's that's not gonna happen. Not gonna happen. Yeah, so, um, <clears throat> what the hell was I going to say? Oh, you know, because of the writer's strike, all those shows are or soon will be going into reruns. So, Saturday Night Live it's is already in, reruns. I know. They had, I think, three actual episodes this season. Yeah. Because they kept showing reruns every week, and now they have mm. to show reruns because mm. of the strike. So, it's like. A three episodes a season? There you go. That'd be a good DVD. <laughs> so lazy. Yeah, it's really a mess. It's really a disaster. And now, also, in New York, the the Broadway, uh, the workers are on strike, too. Oh, the stagehands? Yeah, stagehands. Yeah, the thing with them. <laughs> I saw something on TV about that on the news. And the person was talking about the stagehands. Oh, the stagehands. Um, they're going on strike. These are the people who put up the scenery and move things, move instruments and things like that, and set up the stage. And I felt bad. I said, okay, how much could someone like that make? You know, maybe 30000 a year, 35000 a year. You know, some... some modest salary like that mm. so okay they go on strike maybe they'll get a little bit more you know maybe they'll get 40,000 a year you know whatever and the person on the news was like 
oh yeah, you know, they they want to increase their salary. They're currently making $150,000 a year. Some of them $200,000. What? And I'm like, what? They're complaining about $200,000 a year? Get out of here. <coughs> We're in the wrong business. Oh, my. Five years, I'll, I'll be a millionaire. You know, I should be a stagehand. Really? I mean, in high well, school. What do I have to do to become a stagehand? I mean, you, what do you do? You build sets, right? Ah. Uh. Unbelievable, these people. I mean, when I was in high school, I was, I did like some art, you know, stuff for the stagecraft club. Yeah. You know, that's and, all it is. Yeah, really. I, just, I don't understand. 